0: man come on the light's green let's go where is it oh there it is that other sport that's not as good that has a bat on a ball that you really don't like what's that one again uh cricket nice late the work sports up world welcome to another episode of late to work sports as always i'm your host jonathan with my co-host ray ray what up ray ray
1: what's up john another week more stats more sports can't beat it
0: definitely cannot beat it and we're branching out a little bit from our norm uh, of football so if uh if you wanted to hear us talk about other sports today is the day so should be pretty good man i'm excited what about you
1: yeah, man, I think we got a lot of good stuff here on the uh, the cards to be able to talk about.
0: Yeah, I know you like some uh, baseball, and we got a good little bit of that talking about it. Who, so. me? No, not at all. I not hate it. Not at all. First yeah. sport ever. That's what I'm talking about. You ready to get into it?
1: Let's do it.
0: All right, let's get it. All right, so first off then, this week, for our first NFL topic, and our only NFL topic, really, we will talk about... That's a rare. It. Yeah, that is. We'll talk about Josh Jacobs, man, and uh, there's a lot of the people right now that are getting ready to hit free agency and where they might go and stuff like that, and we talk about him a lot, you know, but I don't think we've talked about Josh Jacobs yet, and he is a hot commodity, especially after he performed last year, so... Hey,
1: it was a great performance. 100%.
0: 100%. I was
1: glad to have him on my fantasy team.
0: I did not. Thank you, Jonathan Taylor.
1: <laughs> now that we're
0: done with that sore topic... um. It was, all in all, a very good season for him, man. I mean, he got out. He performed. The Raiders, prior to the season, told him they were not picking up his option. or, or They weren't going to re-sign him to, to another deal. They were going to let him go to free agency. Well, now, of course, they're oh, wanting to talk about backtracking and stuff like that. So, he had the best season of his career. I mean, it wasn't even close, man. By far, best season.
1: No. Sixteen hundred fifty-three rushing yards. Yeah. What was it two thousand fifty-three scrimmage yards total? So adding those catches in there, twelve total touchdowns, mm-hmm. three hundred twenty-eight point three fantasy points. How yep. do you uh, you got to backtrack yourself a little bit on that? Yeah,
0: I mean he beat his whole thing: most rushing yeah. yards he'd ever had in his career, highest rushing average he'd ever had in his career, tied for most touchdowns, most receiving yards, and he wasn't far off from most receptions in his career. At fifty, I yeah, think. No
1: standout year. That's that's yeah. how you go out though, because yeah. you, you don't want to pick me up, and that what uh gino was talking about this is him not writing back yeah so that's cool I'll, I'll get out here i'll perform I'll and i'll you. put myself out there on this market
0: yeah so now the question comes right now the raiders are like oh wait a minute we want you here you're part of the raider family
1: we're sorry we're, we're sorry. sorry yeah
0: so the question here is this i guess a two-part question first off they're wanting to franchise tag him now remember he has to sign the franchise tag and he can also refuse to play as well. So there's, there's, he still has power even if he does, you know, even if they don't let him go, basically. Um, but they're wanting to franchise tag him. If they don't franchise tag him more, if he chooses to roll out, right? If, they, if it just deteriorates, and he's like, no, I'm not signing here. I got five options here, and I was reading an article about it, and these are to me, they're five good options, and I wanted to throw them out there and and see what you thought about them and and stuff like that. So option number one will kind of start from most enticing, in my opinion, to least enticing. So option number one would be going to play for the Buffalo Bills. This may not be enticing due to location or anything like that. I'm talking about in in win now type thing. Like we got a chance for ring. Exactly. So Buffalo Bills, to me, are the top out of these five. Second place, I think... Definitely has to be the Miami Dolphins.
1: Okay, yeah, that's a um, good place.
0: Third place, I'm going to go, I'm going to say it would probably be the Carolina Panthers. Fourth place, I'm going to pick the, I'm a little torn with this. Uh, I'm going to pick the Commanders. And then finally, you have the Chicago Bears. Now, obviously, the Chicago Bears, to me, are, are a better organization. They just had a worse year than the commanders, you know, as far as leadership-wise. But those are the five. So out of those five, do you think he, A, tries to sign a new deal with the Raiders, or B, he says, you know what, y'all didn't want to sign me, and the way y'all treated me prior, I don't want nothing to do with y'all, I'm rolling out. If that's the option, you think he goes to one of these five teams, where could you see him going?
1: So if he doesn't get franchise tag, he doesn't want to stay. I think his best bet, personally, is the Bills. That's the most stacked team. I know I was ripping on Josh Allen. I still don't think he can do it in the big games. But besides the point, when it comes to the Bills as a team, that is still your best chance at the ring between the five teams. Because when it come, and you compare it to Miami, let's just be honest, the fate of Tua, we really don't know what that is right now with all those concussions, how prone he is to it, and unfortunately how much longer he might have in the league. So I think Buffalo is your best bet as far as that. When you look at the other four that you named, I agree, it has to be Miami next. Because again, if two is able to stay, you already have Ty- Tyreek Hill, you have Jalen Waddle, so you have your two wide receiver threats, and then you're going to put him in the backfield. Now, I know you got Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson and Salva and Ahmed, but let's be honest, what do you really want back there? You really want a man who just stood out and just proved like, hey, I'm out here, I'm real, I'm the thing, right? I would, that's how it goes. And We saw that with jonathan taylor he stood out everybody wanted him and whatever and then unfortunately he flopped so that again that's the 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 risk we run right as running backs you can have one high year so the next year may not be good mm-hmm. so personally if i was him i'm going to go to probably the bills or the dolphins because i think they're going to a pay you the most money yep and b they're going to have the best chance at a ring now, as we've seen with the running backs, you might as well go get paid in that position because that is a very short-lived position. Yes, sir. every play, that guy is getting killed somehow. And he carried so, this
0: year more than he's ever carried in his career. I think it was the first time yeah, he broke 300 like, carries. It was
1: like 324. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, 324 carries, that's 324 hits, right? At least, minimum. Mm-hmm that's not counting when he has to go get blocked that's not counting when he gets the fake handoff and still getting hit you're that's not counting when he's shedding tackles i mean he's still getting uh, yeah for
0: anybody that's never played football you still feel contact even when you're shedding tackles even as a defensive player which is what when i was in high school what i played even defensively you are still getting contact even though you're the guy initiating contact that offensive lineman's hitting you and stuff like that. So at any position, if you're a position that has contact in it, you're feeling it. So I personally think, in my opinion, I don't think – I think he could help them, the, the Bills that is, get a rink. I, yeah, I, no, I, I think really so. think he could be, be that
1: X factor. That's that X factor that they're missing. What I'm worried
0: about for the Bills, though, is money.
1: Yep. Can they pay him oh, enough?
0: Yeah. I don't know if they can, man
1: that's I mean, hard coming off that kind of year that he had mm-hmm. but, but he i do was think, just shy of a thousand yards probably mm-hmm. could afford him but being what 400 away from a 2000 yard season
0: yeah i do Man. think that the that the dolphins can't afford him two is on a rookie contract yeah teddy bridgewater is not making a huge contract but teddy bridgewater mm-hmm. I, I i personally like teddy i think that uh he's not a great quarterback you know he's not a hall of famer
1: Nobody's but a standout backup.
0: I, I think he's. I think he is a very good backup, and I honestly think that with the correct person grooming him, he could be a decent enough starter. I'm not gonna say, like I said, I'm not gonna say hall of famer, but decent enough starter. You have Waddle and freaking uh, Tyreek Kill. I mean, you got a mm-hmm. cheetah out there with him, I, and then you got Josh Jacobs to hand the ball to. Come on, dude, that's nasty. Yes, that's sir. almost disgusting. I mean, it's almost unfair. Yeah.
1: Uh, to finish off my list. Based sorry, off sorry. your list. No, you're good, you're good. You're good. You're passionate, baby. It's football. You only got the one topic. I know you're going to try to stretch it as long as you can. I can't help so it. Washington is going to be third for me. My only issue with Carolina is they've had such a quarterback issue. They're trying to figure it out. They don't know what's going on there. So mm-hmm. from a Jacobs perspective, I don't want to go to that. Okay. On the, commander, on the commanders, I feel like I could be a superstar alongside of Scary Terry. I think we could do that duo threat. We're going to figure out a quarterback. I think I would rather, as a as a veteran at this point, right. I would say for him, because you're coming off the rookie contract, right? So he'll fall into the veteran. Yeah. Right? So I feel like as that, I could go and offer myself to the commanders and with some young gun quarterback have a better chance than whatever that hot mess is in Carolina. And then in Chicago, my quarterback's already running the ball more. I don't want to compete for the running back position against my quarterback. So I just feel like as a running back, that would be the least place I would want to go. And that's not just a dig on on Fields. It's just factual that he only threw twenty two hundred yards, and I think ran close to what fifteen hundred or something ridiculous. It's,
0: the Bears got to get him wide receivers though, and I know they went out know, and got all, what was it Mooney? I think it was who they picked up. Come yeah, on, Darnell man. Mooney. Come yeah. on, man. That's he, not that's not a Q, That's not a, he, uh, a wide receiver one. Come on, bro. But, as,
1: but looking at it from his perspective, that is a building team and I want to win now, I'm not going to a building team. I'm going to think not the like that. bottom Unless they three, just, three they going to they are got to throw stacks at me. They just have to yeah. throw. if they threw enough money at me? Let's be honest. We're going to go for enough money because we're not guaranteed a ring. 100%.
0: The bottom three teams, I think, are all bare minimum. Bare minimum, I would have to say, you're at least three years out. At least three from being even Competitive enough to compete for a ring, and that's yeah. where the right pieces man lining up. I mean, the Bears right now, the number one draft pick. I honestly feel if the Bears get some wide receivers, they could be he's got, pretty he's nasty. Got a better chance. I yeah. think it could Fields, be nasty. The Bills Pan- will have a better
1: chance, 100%. yeah. 100%. The
0: Panthers to me, the Panthers get a better quarterback situation, and they could possibly be something. The Commanders. You got to figure out what you're going to do. I believe I just read that the commanders released Carson Wentz today. I think is what I seen. So they uh, did, yeah. Yeah. So now he, they don't have a quarterback. Uh, well, they got 26.2
1: million in cap space.
0: Yeah, unless they stick with Heineke, and then they go out and get a wide receiver. I'm, I'm going to tell you what: that they stick with Heineke, they were to pull in Jacobs and go sign a stud wide receiver, they'd be nasty too, man. They got scary Terry out there. Heineke's seen shows that he can get it I'm, done.
1: I think He's... the commanders get Sam Howell and ride with the new boy.
0: You think so, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think, I think you're at the point. You're already rebuilding. What's it matter? Mm. I just know that out of all those teams, if I'm him, I'm hoping it's those top two. Because Miami, even if we don't win, we're living in a great place, making a lot of money.
0: I think I'm only going to those top two, honestly. I don't think. Maybe I entertain the Panthers. Maybe.
1: And you re-sign in Vegas if that's what you have to do.
0: But, yeah, I I just – maybe, like I said, maybe the Panthers. And, of course, we can, there could be dark horses. Seattle could come in there. I mean, you never right. know who could come in there, man. Yeah. You know, I right. mean, But out of those
1: five, that's, out of those five, that's yeah. about where I'm at. If mm-hmm. I was him looking at it, that's how I would – that's my list.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Well, I guess our only other football topic, it's not NFL, but our other football topic is – we did this the, the uh, first week, so we're going to continue on, and that is the XFL. So week two in the XFL this week, and uh, I unfortunately was only able to catch Thursday's game between the Battlehawks and the Sea Dragons.
1: AJ McCarron, man, he, can't, he left the league for a reason, and he wants to come back, and he wants to play and make those memories for his boys. I was just going to say that, man. Yeah, that people, was amazing that he yeah. said that. People amazing. underestimate that drive that that has definitely given him. I don't think you count that out at all.
0: No, that's... a It, it was amazing to I hear that. To see that, like... How could you not pull for them? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the hard part. Like, I, I told you I was more of a... Pulling for the, the Brahma's, pulling for the Vipers. I don't know if I'm really pulling for the Vipers anymore, man. I think it's definitely got to be Brahma's and Battlehawks now, because... Well, sad uh, side
1: note, just, the Battlehawks actually started off with the biggest fan base, so... I thought it was the Defenders. From what I've read, it was uh, St. Louis actually has held on to the biggest. It might be DC right there rivaling them with it. But, yeah, those are your top two base teams.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's. like I said, I I said it before and I'll say it again. They presenting a good product. So, the Battlehawks and Sea Dragons played on Thursday night, February 23rd. Um, This game was actually a pretty good game, all in all. Um, The final score was 20 to 18 Battlehawks. They ended up coming back and scoring right at the end and uh I mean it was I think the kick to field goal if I remember correctly uh to win the game right at the yeah, end. And so, it was really right after the Seahawks took the lead, correct?
1: So, St. Louis had kicked a field goal. It was short. The Sea Dragons went down, took the lead, mm-hmm. went for Two, to put it out of reach, got stopped.
0: No, they went for three to put it out of reach. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah, they went for three, got stopped, Mm -hmm. and then A.J. McCarron put on the backpack and carried the team, and then the kid (laughs) managed to hit the game-winning field goal.
0: Yeah, the the same kid that missed earlier.
1: Correct, yep.
0: So, roll into Saturday, and you had the D.C. Defenders head into Las Vegas to play the Vegas Vipers and at halftime vegas was up 6 nothing the final score 18 hey, nothing
1: that's what the or 18-6 looking 18-6.
0: Ones. 18-6 yeah the vipers the vipers scored 6 points in the first quarter and did not score again meanwhile the defenders didn't score in the first half and then scored 18 points in the second half to win the game so the defenders are now 2 and 0 the vipers are 0 and 2 also worth noting the battlehawks who both came behind and both their victories are now 2 and 0 the Sea Dragons are currently 0 2, which honestly I was really surprised about. Um,
1: yeah, you think with someone like Josh Gordon out there, really? Ah, that's what I was thinking. Doing stuff could carry the league, but it goes to show you, quarterbacks matter. That driving and, them matters. And line, line, mm-hmm. offensive oh, line yeah, is man. huge. Their in this line game, is right well. Uh, sea Dragons look like they're always picking themselves up off the ground recently.
0: Yeah. Speaking of picking themselves up off the ground, Sunday we had the Brahmas heading to my home state florida to play the orlando guardians and uh the guardians scored six in the first brahma scored six in the first brahma scored sevens and points in the second brahma scored 14 points in the third brahma scored three points in the fourth guardians scored six in the fourth your your favorite player the one that you want to assign jersey from what's his name
1: uh, oh, yeah, Paxton Lynch, Yeah, who went nine for 19, 79 yards, was sacked twice, and then benched for DeAndre. Yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, my God, I know you love that dude. I can't help it. It's just I so funny.
1: Hey, man, I just, it's more of it's not a him thing. He just happens to be the guy who is the 6'7", built how the NFL wants, and it goes to show that your size does not matter, and your scouts, at the end of the day, really don't know what they're necessarily talking about or looking for.
0: Yeah, well, as I said, the Guardians scored twelve points. The Brahmas scored thirty. The Brahmas they go to one and one.
1: Yeah, the Brahmas about beat that uh spread themselves. It was a thirty-six <laughs> and a half point spread on that one. They about, that's nuts. Yeah, they put it on their back.
0: The Guardians ended up falling zero to two or zero and two. So now we have three winless teams, and there's only eight teams,
1: bro. Only eight teams. I, I know that's crazy that's when smart. you think about such a small league.
0: Yeah. So the final game was the Arlington Renegades, and they headed to Houston to play the Houston Roughnecks. And it's funny if you look at the box score of this, no team scored. So when a team scored in a quarter, they were the only one that scored in the quarter. No one else scored. So first quarter, Roughnecks scored 11, Renegades 0. Second quarter, Renegades up 14. So they they took that lead in the half, 14 to 11, and then the third and the fourth quarter, the Roughnecks scored six points apiece. The Renegades, I mean, they lost it for themselves, man. Now, they had is, one quarter? You couldn't play more than one quarter. Come what on. What is man.
1: funny to note is at one point I can't remember what team, uh, but they were losing pretty bad, and then all of a sudden, with given the way the game is, it just the score flipped. And just all of a sudden, I can't remember who was beating who. I can't find any. Uh, updates on it but it's pretty neat you know just to show the league how 18 points is the swing that is a two point you know uh two touchdown three points yeah 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 like it's just crazy that at one point i think it was the the renegades that were down bad to the roughnecks and then they took it over for a second and then the Roughnecks said no no we're just gonna win this game and be done No, someone, no. S- someone out there can correct <laughs> me if i'm wrong because i'm sure there's a giant xfl fan somewhere out there listening
0: I have to say, I'm I'm starting to really get behind the XFL. So I was honestly a little upset I missed some of them games this weekend, but that's a that's a different story. So well, that is it until the very end when we talk our little quick piece on college football. But that is it for me. Now we get to roll into that other sport that's not as good that has a bat and a ball that you really don't like.
1: What's that one again? Uh, Cricket?
0: Yeah, cricket, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nah, man, we're rolling into baseball. It's
1: already you cricket fans out there. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I said not that good, so I mean, it was kind of, you know, that that gave it away.
1: Hey, hey it's, you know, I don't know anything about cricket anyway, so. Not me, a
0: it's... clue. It doesn't look entertaining, but okay. we're we'll quit bashing these people's somebody. sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all we're right, well, another one, we don't talk about that. Baseball. All right. So first off, I guess we'll go with Manny Machado. We'll talk about that situation because then that will lead us into our next topic. So Manny Machado just re-signed a new contract for the San Diego Padres for $350 million. And it's for 11 years. It will keep him with the team until he turns 41. Um, He is coming off one of his best years, if not his best year, as a Padre. Here's where I have a little bit of an issue. He just came out and said he was gonna test the free agency this off season and was opting out of his current contract, which was 10 years. He was, I think, four years into it, so you know, halfway through it. Um, here's what bothers me. If you're interested in testing the market, why are you trying to test the market? Is it because you want more money? Is it because you're not happy with the Padres team? a team who wasn't far from making the World Series, but you're ready to walk away from it all and go. I I don't feel like it's definitely a I'm not happy with the team because you just re-signed with them for eleven years.
1: Yeah, that's a long so time. I don't,
0: exactly. I feel like it was, and I don't know the figures breakdown of his last contract and the figures breakdown of this new contract. Well, uh, last year f-
1: roughly was thirty million, so it's ten years at three hundred. And then whatever so, the ma- the math difference between fifty million and one more year is for the new one.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking it was a power move to try to get more money.
1: I think so too. I think he would have got paid no matter where he went, because you know that's that's just sports, right? When you're coming off mm-hmm. of a a good year, He did have like, a good year. Yeah, when you come off a good year, everybody wants you, and then mm-hmm. able to opt out of your contract, and then he's getting back what the hundred twenty million. Right, because yeah. he played four years, so he's getting back that mm-hmm. one twenty million plus another fifty million on top of it, and only really extended by a few years. I think it's like yeah. it's, it's just a power move, it's a money grab.
0: Yeah, I be I'll be honest with you, man. I'm not very happy with this. I don't like this. Um, I think it's a very selfish thing to do. You have still had five six years left with the team. So don't sit here and pretend like it was I did it because, you know, my contract's almost up. No, bro. You still had a good while with the team. You did it because you wanted control, because you wanted to do this or do that or whatever. you did it for selfish reasons. And that's what bothers me with this whole thing is there was no need for it. It's at least not at this point in the game. But yet you still did it. Now, maybe he is nursing an injury that he knows about and he got some news that it's going to affect him and blah, 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 I don't know, right? I don't know all this behind the story, but I don't like the perception that it makes. It makes you like a selfish player. So what is your thought on the whole Manny Machado contract and, and how it was all played out?
1: Uh, So, again, like we just talked about with Josh Jacobs, so what's the difference in one guy wanting to get his money and the other guy wanting to get his money? Uh, This is where the whole issue with – MLB not having a cap salary is obviously an issue to some people, but at the end of the day, it's not, and that's what I think makes baseball more interesting is uh, the fact that you can spend all the money you want to if your teams make a lot of money. So I think it's good for the, Dodger, the Dodgers. It's good for the Padres to do it because people like the Dodgers can't just go, oh, hey, look, another hot young thing right there. Boom, bomb up and continue to load and load and load. Remember, you so, already played for the Dodgers and let oh, them. Hey, man. I know, but it's about that bag, right? And who's been buying up everybody? He's been buying up the all Dodgers. the big people, right? Yeah, so he's gonna yeah. go there, or New York's gonna probably hop on because you know New York's got some money too that they've been holding on to and they're ready to spend. Both so, New York teams, yeah. So from the
0: Mets and the and the Yankees.
1: Well, so from a Braves fan who has to deal with the Dodgers a lot in recent years. I'm very glad the Padres decided to pick him up and that he decided to stay. Not saying that y'all aren't a threat, but the fact that the Dodgers have continued to load and continue to load. And I don't think they would have been afraid to say, hey, you, hey, c- come on back. Come on back. The we Dodgers definitely are trying to buy championships. Oh, yeah.
0: And in this league, without the cap, you can buy championships. Oh,
1: so well, you could try to.
0: I, yeah, I can't. I'm mean, you ask the Yankees so I, I can't be mad at you for trying to buy a championship right I, I mean I, honestly I can't be mad at you I just I personally don't like it myself but,
1: you know but at the end of the day you know we don't know his thoughts but from my standpoint it could be Machado maybe be like hey man I just want to get out of San Diego I've been in this area my whole life because he didn't move far you know from LA to San Diego so maybe he wanted to go test the water yeah, somewhere very else. Short. You Depending know, wants, on what
0: time of day you're trying to travel, it could be very short.
1: Shoot, man, for him, it's very short. Just run a helicopter and fly down the I'm road. I'm about to say just fly down Shoot, that's how Kobe <laughs> showed up to L.A. at times.
0: I ain't mad at him, man. No, heck not, man. If I had the money, I would do it, too.
1: But uh, it could be the fact that he wanted to do that. But again, how do you leave when someone offers you back all this money? And you're like, dude, okay, well, my life's mm-hmm. already here. My car's already here. My house is here. My family's here. I don't got to worry about moving you know, we did go to the playoffs last year. We had a chance. Shoot, up. Okay, all I can outside. think
0: of, all I can think of, is maybe he was wanting to go somewhere where the tax rate was lower, so he could, you know, keep yeah. more yeah. of his money.
1: Hey, y'all, pay me that's, that extra fifty million. I'll do one more year, and that way the money balances out. I mean, that's all I
0: can think of, yeah. man. I, I, I just, I'm not a big fan of. I, I believe me, I'm, I am all about getting your money. But I'm also all about commitment. You signed a 10-year contract. You weren't even halfway done with the hey, contract. Hey, man, they shouldn't
1: have put that opt-out on his deal, though. They should not have put that opt-out. It's,
0: I agree. It's, but, it's in but the contract. You, but I'm sure you you assumed that he wasn't going to opt-out, you know, not even halfway through it. So. But, yeah, I mean, it yeah. is true. It is part of the contract. I just feel like I said this was a power move to get money, and that's what bothers me.
1: Hey, they each their own.
0: Was that stat about Manny Machado you had that you couldn't wait to talk about?
1: Are you talking about the uh, not a stat, but him making history? That's a stat. Oh, what is it? Well, I guess it is. You talking about where uh, <laughs> the very first person to get the new infraction at the MLB to the pitch clock?
0: Yes, sir.
1: So, roll it <laughs> into the whole pitch clock thing because I know that's where you want me to take this. Take it. All right, so the pitch clock, is it good? Is it bad? Where are we at with it? If you ask Big Fish, he hates it. It's ruining his sport. He's going to be so upset about that, especially when he hears this. I'm going to expect some kind of DM or whatever. So, uh, Big Fish. Sliding
0: into them DMs, Big Fish.
1: I hate to, hate to not have you here so we could talk about it for the rest of the show, because I know we could. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm glad you're not, so I don't have to speak to you with it for two hours, because I know it would go past the show. But much love. I love it. I think it's great. Go ahead and tell you Padres versus Mariners Back in 2022 Had a 3 hour 28 minute game mm. This year 2023 A 2 hour And 29 minute game Based off the pitch clock Alone So personally Again I love it I'm not going To a game Just to sit there And go Okay when's the ball Going to get pitched Oh batter step out again And I'll be honest with you Half the time Like most people nowadays I end up looking at my phone And being like Man this thing's going to be A little bit more entertaining What's go? Oh the ball got hit Oh he struck out Now, yeah, that's on me for not having the patience, but at the same time, I shouldn't have to be waiting a minute and a half to two minutes for a ball to be thrown. So, as someone who likes to go to games regularly, I will be more locked into the game now. I don't want to look away, because I really can miss something at any moment.
0: You can't look away.
1: I mean, yeah, you can't afford to. I got Mm -hmm. not even 15 seconds, because at the 8-second mark, I'm either going to miss a ball or a strike. That could have mattered. Because speaking yeah, you of you 20
0: if there's nobody on base. That's right. right. Or is it 20 right, so if there's on 15, base? 15 no on base. 15 no on base. 20, 20 on one base. On okay. Base. Yeah. I so either, remember.
1: Either way. Either,
0: it's shorter than the NBA shot clock.
1: Oh, heck yeah. I mean, we'll have to roll. It's
0: shorter than the NFL play clock. So, it's, uh, I mean, most major sports have them, man. Oh, yeah. You know what so I mean? Re- is, you,
1: baseball has just finally gotten there. Now, is mm-hmm. this the times we will stick with? Who, who knows, right? I mean, like we talked about yep. last week, the minors. I've already been using it since, I think I said 2015, so they've been using it for a while, it's been tested, but you know, on the new level with more money coming in, they might move it up, and they move it up to 20 to 25, you know, 20, no one on base, 25 with someone on base, we could be cool with it, or just do weird numbers, who knows, but either way, it's pretty interesting, because how, going into, what's the shot clock meant for, or the pitch clock, and should it dictate games the way it dictated the Braves and the Red Sox? So for those that don't know, the Braves and the Red Sox went to the ninth inning, tied 6-6, bases loaded, full count. I mean, this is the moment, right? This is like, this is... This is the moment you're
0: praying, you're the guy, you're on base, I crack it, 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 I'm the hero. Every game
1: matters. I know there's 162 games in the MLB, but let's just be honest, every game matters in every sport. You can't afford just to start losing. So it's the picture-perfect storybook, and at the eight-second mark... Braves, Cal Conley, was not set in the box by the eight-second mark. So he got the strike, ended the game, because in the spring, they just tie. They don't swap over or anything. So he had this big moment. You know, I get it, spring training, but it's still, it's the moment, right? It's like what you dream of. You're like, I can be the hero here. I can show this organization. This is why you signed me. Yep. And you get yep. called out for that. So, it's a r- go ahead. i ahead. Go, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead.
0: I don't know. That's a rough way to lose a game, in my opinion in that moment. Yeah, so, you I know, Go but ahead. if you
1: transition it into a regular season game, you know, it sucks because well now we're going to the 10th inning. Mm-hmm. You know, and now the other team has a chance to win the game and I just had a chance to hit no matter what happened. I get hit by the ball, we win. I hit, you know, just a little a drop out to the field. a balks. I mean, you name yeah, it. It, it, it name doesn't matter. You know, all the pressure is on both sides. So, I know Fisher had asked uh, in the Discord... Well, he was set. It was clear as day. So here's the issue. Here's what wasn't explained too well with the pitch clock. So when the pitcher is touching the rubber on the mount, and he's like, hey, I'm ready to throw the ball, that is when it has now put the pressure on the batter to be set and ready. Set and ready does not mean inside of the box. Set and ready is not, I'm still kicking the dirt, I'm still doing my little warm-up swing. It means his undivided attention. Is on the pitcher. He's, he's like, done. Got man. there. Yes. Planted his foot. Got the he bat up, and he is staring at the pitcher. The eyes. It is
0: ready to roll. Correct.
1: So that is what I like about it because now it really is. It's more of that mind game anyway that they used to be playing. Well, now the mind game is like, whoa! I better, I better get on it. I better get ready. I better play. Now I got to get ready. You know, is the pitcher ready? Well, now I want to be ready so that way if the pitcher isn't ready, I get a ball. And now the pitcher's going to go. Well, I got to get ready because when I'm ready, he's going to get a strike, and now well, I the, save my, I save my arm. I yeah, save well, the throw.
0: Exactly. The New York Mets pitcher just said, and see if you agree with this, Max Shazeer said he loves the new pitching clock because it gives the power back to the pitcher to control the game. Do you think so?
1: I think right now, yes. Mm-hmm. But I think by the time we get to the middle of the season, by the time we get to an all-star break, I think everyone's going to be so used to it and ready it's going to be like that well-oiled machine, right? Like right now, we're kind of testing it out. We're trying to see if it works, if it's good. You know, it's like in a a beta stage for these players' minds. But once they get used to it, it's going to be a normal thing. At one point, it was hard to walk. At one point, it was hard to write. Now we do both of those naturally. Well, these players are having to relearn the game, whether they've already experienced it or not. You know, they're having to, once again, data dump and relearn. Mm -hmm. So I do think... I can agree. I will say I don't think I know that right now it is definitely in favor of the pitcher. Because all he's got to do is touch rubber, and then he just has to start his throw. He doesn't have to have thrown the ball by zero. He just has to start his wind-up.
0: His wind-up, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: so going into the motion. So I think right now, yes, it gives him the power. It gives them whatever you want to say, the favor, the power, the advantage. But by the time we get to that all-star break it's going to go right back to the batter. Or I think, actually, it'll be more evened out. I think it'll be what they want it to be anyway. It'll be, you'll get more hits, you'll get more runs, you'll get more bases stolen, you'll get more strikeouts. Your pitchers should love it because their arms are going to be saved. I mean, you're going to go from throwing, you know, 90 balls a game to maybe down to 60, depending on how this goes right now. And you should love it because your arm's not going to be hating you.
0: Yeah, I, uh... I'm definitely, like I said, I'm a fan of it. Um, I told you I was a fan of it from the get-go. I I feel like, like exactly like you said, baseball's slow, man. Um, I feel like that was a reason that a lot of people were... So society as a whole has gotten more of that, I want it now. Type, Correct. Type yeah, this
1: method. isn't the 40s, the 30s, yeah. the 20s, where we could mm-hmm. just go watch a game and we had nothing else to do.
0: And this, and it was like patience and stuff like that. People are impatient. That's why,
1: yeah, I don't know if you remember, 10,
0: 10, 15 years ago, whatever, the Vine was big, right?
1: Oh, yeah, them so, seven-second videos.
0: Yeah. Do it for the Vine. Yeah. <laughs> and it was because the, they did research and that was the average length People of a watch. human's? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like a, a human. attention it span. when first came
1: out, it, they were like, you could do like 10-minute videos or something. And, and they never made it that far.
0: Yeah. And so it was, it was a quick. I think it was like six, seven seconds. Something like that. Very short. Talks well. Talks like funny. Yeah, they were pretty good. But uh, that's one thing I missed. I'm part of I, I guess, I, <laughs> I guess TikTok is part of that now. But uh, there's some TikToks. Yeah. Even when I watch some TikToks, right? And I don't Just so about there. back. I don't really have a TikTok. I just have one because everybody sends me stuff, to so watch it. I don't do anything else with you.
1: it. I feel you on that. But
0: I will say that I'll, I'll be watching some of them, and I'm like, they i going to get to the end of this or like, what? So we've grown impatient. You know what I mean? I can order it on Amazon, and it'll be here in two days. No matter what it is I got, it'll be here. You know, I want to watch a whole season of Game of Thrones, I can watch it right now.
1: I can binge watch it, yeah. Yeah,
0: everything has been presented to us and is quick, ready to get fashion. So now I go to a baseball game, and I'm like, okay, mm -hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to
1: spend $50 on concessions and walk away 15 more pounds, because beforehand I'm having to eat, so I stay entertained during the game. Yeah. But I mean, uh, so my last stat for you on it, kind of make it a little interesting, and make Fisher cry one more time. Don't the, do it, the, Fish. Don't do with it. the shortening of the game. So the average time for the first 19 spring training games was two hours, 36 minutes. The average That's shorter than an tra- NFL game. Yeah. And the average time in 2022 was three hours and one minute. So before you try to think what that difference is, it's 25 minutes slower back in 22.
0: I personally so, like it.
1: Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. But now uh-huh. there's more action. That's one of my issues with like what you just brought up the NFL. Was this a sixty-minute game? Oh, but don't do only, it. Don't uh, do I it. Hate, hate to do it, but only uh. gro- what average of five minutes uh. of true action from ball uh. snapped to ball dead ball.
0: Mm. 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 It's just that's just Because that's because when you run the ball, when you know you're sacked, stuff like that, the clock continues to tick.
1: Yeah, the plays are only what like four seconds on average when they're actually going. Five they seconds?
0: show Tom Brady's release was like. 2.3 seconds or something like that. Yeah. So you think about it, unless it's a big play, he throws the ball within a second or two after they catch the ball, they're down. So we'll like say five seconds.
1: Yeah. Ball thrown, ball caught. Guys and tackled immediately. you know,
0: how many seconds? I don't even know off the top of my head how long that clock is. 40. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought it was something like that. I couldn't remember. I went blank for a minute there. You know, so 40 seconds. Catch the ball forty seconds. He hikes it at the four second mark. Yeah,
1: most guys. He are just had thirty six. seconds
0: Read the coverage. Make the yeah. audibles. That's why I was saying the XFL. I thought I had it going on because they fill that Boyd Boyd with something. You're not well, just watching like, quarterback go up there. You know, you're not watching him in the huddle dancing around and playing ring around the rosy like the Chiefs do. I feel
1: more in the game. Yes, you're hearing calls. You're involved in the game. Like a part of it.
0: Yes. Yes, so uh, I, like I said, I personally like the pitch clock, man. Uh, I have not caught a game yet. I will say my Padres beat the brakes off of the Diamondbacks the other day. I hey, won't man, even... Those
1: spring games don't matter, okay? Because we lost hey, by seven sh- and we won by seven the next sh- time. So we sh- are sh- here just playing.
0: I, I'm going to tell you that my wife and I a couple years ago went and watched the Padres play the Braves. She's a Braves fan, with Padres fan. We went hey, and watched French them play.
1: Friday. It's a great place for it.
0: Well, no, we watched them in the in the middle of the season. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, I watched. We watched the uh, we watched them at night, and then we watched them the next day at noon. The night game was final score of twelve to one Padres. Oof. The next day, you know what? Fifteen hours later, sixteen hours later, something not long. They started the next game, and when that game finished, ten to two the Braves. Yeah, don't so the I start mean,
1: pitchers don't matter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, tell me they don't matter yeah because your batting lineup was pretty much the exact same
1: yeah maybe change of a catcher and yeah, an not, outfielder maybe
0: not much maybe maybe so like I said I, I'm excited to continue to see how it plays out man um, opening week through the you know through the all-star break into into the playoffs yeah I might be know?
1: making a terrible decision to getting on the Braves a list this year we'll see yeah <laughs>
0: Well, that is it for MLB this week. I know, sorry. Let's roll into some uh, NBA.
1: Oh, will not you tell us about it there, John? Hey, I'm going to
0: tell you about Mr. Dame Lillard.
1: Say his name again. I think he deserves it after that.
0: Dame Lillard. Mm.
1: What'd he do? Tell us about it. Dropped
0: 71 points against the Houston Rockets. Oh. 71. So let me just give you a couple little stats from Mr. Damian Lillard, right? He's 32 years old. He is the oldest player to ever score 70 points or more. Hmm. He's only the eighth player to ever do it. He made 13 three-pointers. Just so you're aware, the record's 14 by Clay Thompson.
1: Oh, that hurts. Just a little bit.
0: He did take his. Did take the fourteen shot, missed it. His team tried to give it to him again, but the dude was just exhausted. Like I'm done. I love it
1: when the teams do that, though, right? Yeah, oh, I do. When when they see there's a chance for you to make history,
0: and they all want to help you out. Not not the opponent's team. I want to stop you from making history.
1: Your team, but I want to see my guys succeed. I want to see my brother succeed.
0: Yep. He set obviously a new career high, Um, and then also over the last eighteen games he's averaging 37.6 points. Now, you couldn't tell by the record because they're barely sitting over 500 in that time span. But they are only three games behind the Phoenix Suns for fourth in the West. Now, obviously, that's the Phoenix Suns without KD really getting in there. So we'll see how that plays out. But, I mean, the dude's out there balling, man. Um, I, I, I like it. What, what What is your thought on... Uh, on him getting out and crushing it like
1: that. Well, I'll say I don't blame the NBA for getting that blood draw after the game and making sure he's not out there doping. Because if you're going to (laughs) be the oldest man to ever do it, I'm checking your blood, son, because I didn't know if you're out here, what you're doing. But it's awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy to think that if you took away all the Trailblazers' points and uh, you used just his, they would have lost by still a good margin. But by himself would have lost by 50 points because the final score would be at 131 to 114. That's that's crazy. Just to think that this man went out there, put the team on his back, and was just playing, was just balling. It's it's a feat. It's something I would never do. You said 71 points, and all I could think about is how jello my arms would be and how my knees would be screaming in pain and 100%. popping. Oh, 100%. You really would. You'd hear me. I'd be on the next Rice Krispie Street commercial. They have that microphone uh, right by my knees. Uh, my back. Mm.
0: <laughs> what a feat. Yeah, man. I, uh, I, I'm i amazed by it. I, I love it. Um, I, I feel like this is a guy that doesn't get a lot of publicity. He doesn't get talked about a lot. And I honestly think he is. To me, one of the greats of this era.
1: That was only in the thirty-nine minutes too, with no overtime. What was the final
0: score in that game?
1: Uh, I said it. I'll say it again. Let's see. It was one thirty-one to one fourteen. Yeah. So he dropped overtime.
0: seventy-one points, and then that's all they won and, by.
1: In thirty-nine minutes.
0: That dude is literally yeah. carrying the team. Oh yeah. But that's well, the that's problem. Like... like I said, his, their record through that is barely over. I think it was like ten and eight or something over that time frame you know like it's not good you shouldn't have a player that's dropping and by the way he's dropped he has had a game where he's dropped 50 points 60 points and now 70 points you should not have a player that yeah, is shouldn't having have to, to do get that. there
1: he no shouldn't have to get there it's awesome that he did it so we're not taking away from it the issue is but that he shouldn't the have load to. management should not be hey Dame Go win us this game.
0: Speaking of load management, because I've never asked you your opinion on this, what is your thoughts on that? I'll go ahead so, and tell you mine. I don't like it. I don't think it's right. I, I, I've heard some players say some of these people spend all their money, save their money, if these kids, these p- so adults, whatever, yes. to come watch you play, and then you're going to load manage and sit. I don't like it. I think you're paid millions of dollars to play the sport. You don't so see load management in other sports.
1: Like right. So I had just saw a video about that, this guy had saved up to go see a Lakers game because his kid loves LeBron, and LeBron wasn't playing that night. And I don't think that's, it's, it's a touchy subject. I agree with you. You're paid to go out there and perform, and you're not performing. But it's the team's decision to decide how to use you. But at the same time, why a home game? Why are you load managing your home games, if anything, right?
0: I just
1: don't like it at all, man. I I, I don't either. And it's kind of funny, but heartbreaking that Jordan did say in 20 years, this is what you'll see. But it is cool to see that there are these young guns saying, like, no, this is why I will play every single game I can play. So it's cool that these people are still humble. They're still down to earth knowing that there's folks that can hardly afford it. So when they can come, I'm going to play for them so they can see me. So that's why I hate the load management because at the end of the day, all this that we talk about yep. you're all paid entertainers that's it without, I mean. without the fans you're nothing yeah it's just what it is so you should be out there performing for the fans
0: they're the ones literally that are contributing to your paycheck they're yep. the ones without, that are buying your shirt they're the ones why, that are you know doing all that
1: that's why i've never been upset when people say my team you know people say oh do you play for what well, don't matter because if if me and all these other people weren't fans they wouldn't be playing neither. I'm
0: I'm contributing to their paychecks.
1: Yeah, we're we're a part of it. If I every sticker I buy, every jersey I buy, every, every ticket game I, buy, I go to, hot dog heck, I eat, all I that. Every time I click on their website, I'm sure they getting paid because they got email traffic. On there. Yep. Yeah. So without us, without the fans, you know, you're nothing. Let's just be honest. You're gonna have to go work that nine to five job, maybe a twelve hour shift. You don't get to go play a sport.
0: Well, just look, back at, just look back at the early NBA years where they said, you know, oh, you were playing electricians and plumbers and all this and that. Why was that? Because there wasn't enough money being yeah. pumped into that game.
1: Well, so the NFL wasn't relevant to, what, the 80s? It was about the same way until the 80s when they really started getting paid? I would say... Maybe a little bit sooner?
0: I would say, yeah. I would say when the Super Bowls were taking off, that's kind of when it really started to kind of grow and some but even uh, then,
1: they weren't. They were making what pennies in comparison to. They today. weren't
0: making nothing what they're making today. No.
1: There's probably like the XFL paycheck. So again, even the XFL makes good money for what they do. Let's just go ahead and get that clear too. You're getting paid, what a hundred thousand dollars as a quarterback, roughly, give or take.
0: Something like that. But you're only playing for a couple months. Yeah, Ten I'll take games. It. And you're doing something you love. You're playing football.
1: Yeah. I would. Paid, I would. I would love. Paid to, to go do go my hobby. That.
0: That's it. That's it. So.
1: That's well, why I love being a Reserve Marine Corps. I'm getting paid to go do a hobby. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> I'm to see what phone calls I get on that one. Oh man!
0: Well, one last little thing we'll talk about, and this will be short. I just want to get your opinions on these real right. quick. We'll wrap it. Yes, sir. This is the Power Five conferences in college football, and obviously, it's way early, but I'm going to go through the the Power Five, tell you who won the conferences. And then you give me who you think is best positioned coming in this next year and whatever reason is your reason. But you just give me your best pick to challenge them for the throne. So, Okay. 30 seconds or less. ACC, Clemson won it. Who do you got?
1: Uh, FSU challenges them, but ultimately they lose. There's absolutely nobody willing the ACC right now. Unfortunately, it's becoming a very weak conference, and there's just not a lot going on in it at this moment.
0: I got FSU as well. Big 10, Michigan won it. Who challenges?
1: I think Penn State's going to finally come out and rival. They're tired of just being that third wheel. Let's just be honest. The other side of the coin does not matter. I think Purdue was at top, and they were hardly even. They're not relevant at all. I'm sorry, other side of the coin. You got a lot to fix. Penn State wants to come back. Penn State barely got beat out. Penn State's going to come out, but I still think that Michigan is going to barely squeak it out and have another year on top.
0: I got Penn State as well. Big 12, Kansas State won it. Who you got?
1: Uh, TCU won it, right? Big no, team. no, Kansas State won it. Ah, well, TCU, you're gone. Uh, You're out. Texas, I think you got a big season to prove. They're going to be cycling to the SEC here soon. If they don't win this in their conference, they're just going to get clowned when they come in here saying, oh, you wanted to move up from JUCO up to the big boys, and you can't even win your own thing. Ha, ha, ha. You suck.
0: I got Texas as well. Wow, we're pretty close to this. Pac-12, Utah won it. Who do you got?
1: So in the Pac-12, I think uh, this is the more of a dark course. It will be interesting with Coach Prime in Colorado. I think he'll start off. So it's going to be one of two ways with Coach Prime. He's either going to start off hot, and he's going to burn and fizzle out because people are going to figure him out. Or he's going to start off with about a three-game lose streak, and then he's going to win out from the rest. But I think that three game, because we know in college, every game really matters. But mm-hmm. at that third, I think he'll fizzle out just barely short. So the Colorado will fall right at the end. I think USC is going to come off and be ready to uh, rebuild and win, though, ultimately.
0: <laughs> I have USC as well. SEC, Georgia won it. Your boys, who do you got?
1: So, I'm going to quickly break a few hearts here. So, Tennessee fans, that's uh, you, Captain Carrier, and you uh, there, Malone. Y'all aren't going to do anything. Go, go eight and four. Yeah, you two. Oh, uh, aren't. Y'all are just going to do bad this year. Uh, well not bad you'll go 8-4 that's great for y'all Vandy would kill for it I think Ole Miss is going to dark horse it though they got those new uniforms they're ready to like really show them off and to have more than just grass stains on them but I think they'll come out they'll have something to prove I think Alabama's fallen off so I think when it comes to the other side for the SEC Georgia's going to win the East but on the West I think Ole Miss is going to come out of nowhere
0: so here's where we disagree I think challenging for the top spot in the SEC I think Bama's going to take it I don't believe Bama's fell off I believe Bama barely lost uh, the games they lost. They were never blown out. They were no, competitive. It was a I combined, think, what,
1: five points.
0: Something like that. Yeah, Texas, they lost. No, they beat Texas, right?
1: Yeah, they lost to Tennessee. And yeah. Uh, they,
0: they lose LSU. I don't remember off-top hey, of my Hey, man,
1: that just lets you know that they weren't big and mind-boggling because, like, here we are. We can hardly even remember it. That's true, but I, I'm I think I'm sure people like Emmerich could tell you off the rip.
0: One hundred percent. But I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna go with Bama to come over and take it over. And like I said, this is not necessarily who's on which side of the conference. This is yeah, who we think's going to overall. challenge to be the dominant force in that in well, that just, uh, conference. SEC
1: wise, so. I just don't think the East is that strong. When you when you compare the East and the West, I'll say Georgia has lucked out with being on the East right now, because at times the East <laughs> the East was strong. Uh, but the Gators haven't really been much. And then, you know, it, it just there's just not much over here. Right now, it's... It, and I'm not just trying to pat, ha-ha, pat myself on the back. It really does seem like Georgia is the big fish in the little pond right now. And Tennessee's trying to come up here. But Tennessee's going to have to rework again, considering all that they just lost. But I don't disagree with the Alabama thing. I just... See, so I had to be controversial somewhere, all right? This was the three moves ahead. This hey, is three moves good, ahead. I figured good. we'd agree on too much. So the Bama we, I was is, surprised. I thought yeah. we were
0: definitely going to disagree on a few if, things.
1: If Bama wins it, Saban retires. I think that's I all he's waiting for.
0: I don't know if Saban will ever retire. I think he'll die on the field.
1: Man, he's pushing 70. It's time yeah. to go. But
0: you seen him dance? He dances like he's 50. I'm just saying. That's,
1: well, hey, I guess that many wins and all Dang. that anger coming out of you actually. Uh, all right. We're over we 30 seconds.
0: We yeah, yeah, you wanted to go about your dark horse, whatever. Don't have to justify it. You're a dark horse, uh, I don't care. What is your stat of the week? We are at that time.
1: All right. Stat of the week. Well you told me you had two, so i have to ha I had to have two. I can't oh, get shown up that bad. So, you know, I at least gotta keep it even. So we're gonna keep it for me in the baseball realm, keeping it to your Padres. Uh we'll start mm. off with old Tony Gwynn. So Mr. Cool. Padre. You would have to add eleven hundred and eighty three hitless at-bats, to his career batting average to drop below 300, which <laughs> is absolutely wild to bat over a 300 average. This man's almost getting up there and being as automatic as you can in baseball. Uh, quick side note, it's pretty cool that the Padres did retire his number, number 19 and 04 for that. It is cool to pay respects, although overall I disagree with the retiring numbers because eventually we're going to have to go into triple digits. On the other hey. side, you got the Cardinals. Mr. Stan Musel, which is pretty cool, has 3,630 career hits. Now, you may ask what's interesting about that. Well, 1,815 of them come at home. The other half, on the road. So, what's the odds that you split it right down the middle?
0: That is pretty wild. Oh, uh, that is nuts. That is nuts. Well, mine are both going to stick to the NBA round, And since we're talking about Lillard here, they're both about him. So the first one is, four players in NBA history have scored 60 points or more in multiple games within a single season. Those players are Lillard, James Harden, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan. Hmm. But here's the catch. Only Lillard and Bryant have achieved this feat twice. Lillard in 2019 and 2020, or 2019 and 2020, and uh, 2022 to 23, and then Kobe In 05 to 06 and 06 to 07.
1: That's a throwback year now. Easy.
0: Easy. Easy. I was a senior in high school in 07. Easy.
1: Hey, I was getting out of middle school, I think. Shut up. Not even.
0: All right. And then my second one is only three players in NBA history have ever had separate games with at least 50, 60, and 70 points in a single season. Only three. Care to take a stab at those people?
1: Uh, Damian Lillard Yep He's one of them Let's go ahead and throw Kobe out As the other one Yep I mean how do you not say MJ You know But I feel like it's probably Not going to be MJ But we're going to have to go with it anyway Wilt Chamberlain That makes sense Wilt Chamberlain There's somebody out there Screaming it right before I got there I gave him just enough time To go man that guy's dumb
0: (laughs) This guy don't know basketball (laughs) You
1: don't know basketball (laughs) He didn't know it was a wicker basket In Massachusetts (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Well, uh, with that, we are at the end.
1: Yeah. Real quick, that goes to show, is uh, Dame Lillard really a lot better than we think? He's just on a crappy team? Or uh, is it just because he's on a crappy team that he can be this great? I'll leave it there.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure you got both people on both sides of the argument. so
1: hey, We'll see it in the Discord, maybe.
0: Yes, sir. So, Well, with that, like I said, we're at the end of the show, man. Um, You got any shout-outs for me this week?
1: Man, I still have yet to go to another small town Mm -hmm. mom and pie store. I'm going to make it my mission this week to go find them. I'm going to make it my mission that every week, that is who I'm going to shout-out is some small-town business. So instead, what I'll do, I have a friend who works at our office. Her and her husband have a business called Southern Fabrication. So that's going to be my shout-out this week. Southern Fabrication. They do, like, welding and and like ironwork stuff for you. Okay. Okay.
0: Well, um, I actually have two shout outs. So uh the first one is my boy uh Warren. He uh he's a streamer and uh he's just getting his stream going as far as uh putting stuff out there and everything. Mostly does Call of Duty and stuff like that, but I'm gonna give uh Warren a shout-out. I told him i give him a shout-out, man. Right now his uh He's looking to change, possibly changes, his, his Twitch handle. So right now, though, it is it's called the Warren Realm. So that is the word the, and then W A R R E N, and then Realm R E A L M, all put together as one word. But like I said, he's looking to change it, looking to push his stuff out there a little bit. But go check him out, man. I, uh, I've been watching him a little bit tonight, and uh, he's got some good content. The dude's a straight killer. So. If you want to see him get out there and and smack some people around, check him out. So, that's my first one. My second one is a guy that we just got to our Discord. Uh, You and me talked about him a little bit, Ray Ray. And um, his his first name is, is Nathan. He is the chief editor and owner of Take A Stand Sports. So what he does is obviously we put out this podcast show and stuff like that, right? Because people like to listen. You know, it's easy to put it on and listen while you're working and stuff like that. He touches the other side of the coin and he actually writes articles. He puts an article out. He's on pace right now. He does one uh, every day. Um, We have him in our Discord. Yeah, yeah, and and they're good. I've already read a couple of them. They're good. Um, He's in our Discord. We have kind of partnered up and everything, so um, I wanted to give him a shout-out because uh, I, I applaud people that are out there grinding and hustling and trying to establish themselves and build. That's what we're doing here. And so, Nathan, hey, I'm glad you, we met. I'm glad you reached out to me, man. Um, and I look forward to seeing you know the articles you publish and, and where this partnership can go. So shout-out to, uh, to Nathan and Take a Stand Sports. So, if you want to go check out his website by the way, it's takeastayinsports.com. So But besides that, my friend, that is all I have. So
1: I'm tapped out.
0: Yeah. I think it was a pretty good episode. Man, we touched uh we touched on a lot of sports.
1: Hey, we're getting some diversity, okay. Yeah, y- yeah, Well, spread it out. Spread the we love. We got some
0: NHL coming in here real soon. Uh, I'm so sure that's going to be about that. Oh, you know I love me some NHL. You know What was our our anniversary just passed?
1: It was yesterday.
0: Yeah, man. Our very first. Our very first Tampa Bay Lightning game and our very first Winter Classic game.
1: Yeah.
0: Our very first hockey game. I mean, it was a lot of firsts for us. So, for any of those of y'all that don't or, know.
1: Are you, no, that was your first overall, too, huh?
0: That was my first overall, yeah. For most of y'all that don't know, uh, Ray Ray and I are both our Tampa Bay Lightning fans. So, uh, I've been watching for a couple years now. Um and i invited Ray Ray to go watch him with me last year, and pretty much fell in love with the sport we've talked about it a lot since then, and uh became he jumped on the right time, but he became a, a lightness fan, which so did I. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I only hey, came all to the a fan. fans
1: there said it was okay. I asked them, and they said, "Hey, as long as you don't like another team right now, you can come right on in,
0: yeah, you didn't have one, and so they, they didn't me. win last year, you know, but I started watching. I picked a great time. Don't get me wrong. I started watching. I'm from Florida, and it was uh it was either the Panthers or the Lightning. And my boy Boston Dave said, "Yo, the Lightning are a really good team. You should check them out." And I said, mm, "Okay." I watched uh, two seasons before they went and won the Stanley Cup the first time, and I was like, mm, "I don't know. I couldn't follow it. Didn't know the rules. Whatever." I watched the next season, got a little more like okay, maybe, and then Boston Dave's like, "Yo, you got to give them another chance." So I said, "Okay, fine, I'm gonna really watch some." They made the playoffs. I watched them, and they ended up winning the Stanley Cup, and I've been hooked ever since. When I got when you watch them, you know, win it all, and then you get to watch them actually play a lot more and really start learning the the rules of, of the game. Hockey is a great sport; it really is. So, but Ray, Ray, I ain't got nothing else, man. You got anything?
1: I ain't got nothing else either. That's it. All right, that's man.
0: all. Well, that's it. Hey, we appreciate all y'all. Oh, Ray
1: Ray, right, right, how you let me forget, man? Huh? What? What? We? Oh, you talking about? God, the yeah, new you know website? what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah. So hey, everybody, listen, check this out. We now have our website up and running, late to work We got clothing on there. We got cell phone cases. We have uh, coffee mugs. We got beanies. Like I said, we got hoodies, sweatshirts. Uh, tank tops, shorts. Tank tops, shorts. Stickers. Stickers. And there is there is more stuff coming. I, I, I cannot, I'll be honest with you, it's going to take me a while. I can do a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, I also do customs. So we've had a couple custom orders already come in. Uh, and we can talk about what you want and stuff like that. All you got to do is just reach out to me on the social medias. Tell me that you're looking to get a custom order. We can talk about it. I'll let you, you know, edit it. Uh basically, I'll put it back and forth, give you copies until you are happy with it. And then we can go ahead and, and, and you can order it and get you know your custom late-to-work hoodie, shirt, shorts, whatever it may be. So check us out. We have many colors. I can do endless colors with logos. I can put words on it. I can do stuff. Obviously, we can't mess with copyrights, but everything else wide open. So check us out. Late to work sports.com. You also can find our links to our podcast there, and also all of our social medias are on there as well. So check us out. We're up and running, we're putting out uh, merchandise. And um, hey, once we start trying to pull a little bit of money off of this and stuff like that, and, and helping kind of build this revenue up, we're definitely wanting to start doing giveaways as well. So, you know, get your late to work sports hoodie, rep it. Get some more people. We start building a little rep. Start pulling some money in. I want to start giving away free stuff. So whether it's, you know, a shirt, a hoodie, whether it's a a box of stuff. But we definitely want to start doing that. So check us out. Let us know if you got any custom work you want done on, you know, some kind of clothing or a coffee mug or whatever it may be. And we got you. So now I got nothing else, Ray Ray.
1: Are you sure? I, no, I'm looking but, through my notes here, I don't think I got anything else either.
0: I'm not sure, but if I keep going, we're gonna I probably find sure. something else. So, if I don't have any, if I do have anything else, we'll have to save it, it for the next show. It to be. That's it. So, for now, I got nothing. Ray, Ray, you got nothing. And with that, hey, we appreciate everybody, and we out.
1: See ya. <laughs>